Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Holy Moses, why do I hate this so much? Uh, You know, know, my thoughts, the grass is greener on the fence, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's the... Public Speaking Encouragement Award. <laughs> I got told that I could have been a fantastic NRL player when I was 13 years old, but I stopped playing, so that hurt. <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous We Got the Chocolates podcast. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Sam. I'm Mitch. And this is episode 66 of the podcast that you are joining us for. And how are you going, boys? Very well. Yeah, going all right. No complaints. Yeah, good. When I say boys, I obviously just mean you two in the room. Everyone, whatever gender you identify as, is encouraged to listen to the podcast, obviously. Uh, Now, big week, that's for sure. I drove past the Redlands Tigers Cricket Club the other day, and those signs that you ordered in episode 58, Skin, they are there on the fence. So keep an eye out on Birkdale Road if you're one of the small percentage of people that lives in a proximity where you might drive down Oakdale <laughs> Road. Just so you can feel happy with it yeah. for us. If so, you're you know. in England, yeah. probably just bypass that instruction. Um, keep your eyes on the What road. else? Trump? Oh, yeah. Out. See you later. Yeah, Trump's yeah, he's gone, although trying very hard not to be gone. But. Yeah, he's, I don't feel like he would have been the best sport in primary school, Donald nah. Trump. Yeah, no, it's a bit of a... Yeah. Wouldn't want to play handball against him, would you? Yeah. Isn't like pop-up Tiggy or something. It's like, I got you first. That sort of scenario, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Be that, or your touch doesn't count, probably more likely. Yes. Biden got the chocolates, eh? Hey? Oh, <laughs> well done. Has. Nice, has. You did Sneaky little name drop. Now, Skinnold, you've got a new haircut. I do, yeah, fresh. Awesome. Got it at lunch today. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's the feedback. Quite impressive, to be fair. It's a serious fade. Thanks. I spent too much money on it, so I would hope so. Yeah, well, yeah. you don't spend money on anything else. So yeah, no, I'm not spending sure it in some area. Basley has requested that you get that done every five weeks now. It says it's the best you've ever looked. So Yeah, well, given the money I spent on it, Basil, it's not happening. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's coming back once every 10 months, probably, <laughs> that thing. Uh, same old beverage you've gone for, though, Skin? 
yeah, I think I've been having this one the last few weeks. That little cordial orange. The lemon. Olay. 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 Alchemy a Cordials Australia Olay. Yeah, so yeah. There's any danger of telling us what company it's yeah, from? Yeah, that's the one. Excellent. Alchemy. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm here awesome. for you. Yeah, water. Delish. And you can get your own alchemy beverage and experience that sensation uh, wherever you live, really. Postage might be a bit more in some locations, but um, you can get that at the Alchemy Australia website and you can use the discount code WGTC10 to take some money off it as well. Yeah, 10%. Money's oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Is that what the tens for? Yes. Uh, no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought it was ten out of ten, like a yeah. rating. No, no. Okay, guys. A uh, little segment to get us started here. We just want to go through. Obviously, the name of our podcast. We got the chocolates. Uh, it does mean, and I worked this out on the weekend that not everyone actually knows that it means something. You worked this out on the weekend. Yeah, I've been sprayed relentlessly about this since episode one. So, really? Yeah. Oh, no one talks to me, obviously. You're a more approachable guy. <laughs> no one, no one would no come up it. to you in the street and ask for your autograph. So that just doesn't happen to me. Right. Um, so, yeah, no one gets it, apparently. So, yeah. I mean, it's probably important that if you are listening to it that we do all get it. Mm, so yeah, we're on the point. same page. We got the chocolates means that you won. Yeah. Mm. And no one gets it, but then it's commonly used. Like we had that interview Cameron on Cameron Munster used yeah, it. Yeah, Cameron Munster like, used it. We, yeah, yeah, you we've got Instagram stories up all the time of people just sort of dropping it in there like you should get it yeah, on you now. can't not get it yeah, i mean keep <laughs> listening if you don't we'll try yeah. and explain it too uh but we wanted to carry through with a couple of people that did get the chocolates over the weekend or over the last week i guess and we're going to start you off guys with will pukovsky yeah is that all right that's it pronunciation yeah, good yeah, two one. double hundreds in a row i've got zero yeah. in my life uh I've double hundreds zero. how's you got any i've got one yeah. have you 232 playing a uh, touring Indian oh, yeah. province. Uh, they, I was playing in Mackay against them. Got asked to go up there and play. Is against that a it. real game? Does it count? Or was it a? It's not on my cricket. It's not on my cricket. But no, Jimmy Pe- Jimmy Pearson was playing. Jason Flores was on our team. Yeah, if it's okay. non-professional, that's even better, has because it's relating it back to the podcast. Yeah, I like well it. Uh, yeah. So 255 not out. He got last game. 202 yeah. not out this game. Uh, no, he was out actually, yeah. but still, after that, who cares? Really, yeah. <laughs> out or not out, it doesn't matter. Um, is he playing for Australia in the first test? Seems likely, doesn't it? Not expensive, poor old Joe Burns, yeah, who has been yeah. on the podcast, so we'd obviously vote for him to stay. But, yeah, we do love Joe, uh, but it, yeah, that's tough to argue with. He's making own. a pretty irresistible case. Yeah. <laughs> and also, they've tried to pick him plenty of times before, so I feel like they want to see him do well. Um, now... UQ Rebels also need to give a shout-out to. Uh, this is probably slightly more local, but in the Brisbane Metro Cup, they were playing against probably the team that we've spent a lot of time playing for, Skin, the Redlands Crushers, uh, and they crushed uh, them, yeah. unfortunately. In, well, not really. It was 7-6. They yeah, won by one. Game, yeah. Yeah. Very tight game, one by one, but they also got the chocolates across the weekend, so well done there. Um, who else has? The Wallabies. They got up against the All Blacks, which was... Quite a turn up after the, their wow. loss the they game before. The previous week, yeah. It? yeah, I couldn't believe a couple of the send offs, but uh, I guess that's just the rugby union that's rugby uh, rules union, there. That's <laughs> yeah, there's some. And uh, that's crazy. Also, the Maroons got the chocolates, and I'm just happy they won one game this season. I couldn't believe they were leading at any stage during that game, and with the team they had versus New South Wales, I'm. I'm so you're writing them off, has you? One of those people that was son worst Man. Origin team ever put out. I'm, I'm still writing them off, but I'm stoked that they won. <laughs> Very happy for them. And obviously, uh, next game in Sydney this week. Yeah. yeah. Now, to get Skinnold involved, we're also going to do a Geeman of the Week section. Obviously, Geeman, not a word that you want to be described as. It's pretty much like a replacement word for idiot, I guess. Yeah. Does it mean so, anything or is that? Geeman. Yeah. How do you- uh, I think it's made up. I think it's fictional. Is a it? Gibbon is a small monkey and potentially a Geeman also is like a 
fallopian tube or something. Remember that? Really? Yeah. Wasn't he that weird character in Oliver Twist or something as well? No, that's Fagin. Fagin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> anyway, Who is the guy? Anyway, so who are you taking home? Yeah, who? What do you reckon? Oh, I'm taking home. Yeah, uh, well... Yeah, yeah, okay, so. all right, sure. Well, I'm just reading off our notes. I can take aim at the Melbourne Cup, I suppose. It was a, uh, you know, that was the thing last Thursday, and we, we even spoke about it because we had Gody on, who loves the Melbourne Cup. Sorry, Gody, that I'm going to spray your favourite event of the year. But uh, not so surprisingly, a, another horse died at the Melbourne Cup. So The horse, he said, was going to come second as well. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, so that's when we said that's died, it was euthanised, was it? Yeah, After yeah. Post-race. Yeah. Anthony Van Dyke, broken leg. Yeah, yeah, so maybe sure. Goaty's a bit of a given as well because he, he picked this horse. Well, I mean, I suppose everyone, a lot of people had picked this horse to do well. It was yeah, meant to come second and not Did so much, it, obviously. No, no, definitely not. Just uh, It is saying that the from 2013 to 2020, all foreign gallopers or foreign horses, six have died in the Melbourne Cup itself and one in the lead-up race on Cup Day. Sounds very right. So, not yeah. great, is it? And probably this no. time last year, we had a podcast episode where you pretty much called out the Melbourne Cup for the same thing and drew a line in the sand skin and said where you stand, essentially. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do remember doing that. I feel like I've always probably sat on the fence a little bit. You've been pretty clear with where you are, but no one likes people that sit on the fence. So obviously, this is a dangerous yeah. game because now I can never sort of appear at a race day or anything like that or get dressed up in a suit again. But I'm pretty off the Melbourne Cup also, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, you won't find me there. Okay, good news. So yeah. you finally picked a camp. Yeah, I picked a camp. I'm oh, sitting no. in. I'm sitting with you on this one, Skinner. Oh, as well, I don't bet on it anyway. I don't like spending money on things that I'm just donating to. Yeah, good idea. Unless it's a good cause. Sorry. Oh yeah, Donate to starvation and things like that, uh, but not horse racing. Fair enough. As well, any opinions? I take it you're not betting on it either. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you know, my thoughts: the grass is greener on the fence. But uh, so, <laughs> um, but no, no. I mean, I'm not a fan of it, so I'm happy for it to be scrapped. You know, that, yeah, that's right. the way it is. Uh, but Skinner, right, I'm so going to say, I do reckon that you have got to get like this is the thing that you feel most passionate about in life, isn't it? Really, like uh, this is. Well, like yeah, like Veganism. animal, oh, and yeah, animal sure, cruelty. like animal cruelty in general. Yeah, yeah it's probably a- up there. Activist, genuine activist, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm always down in the streets causing yeah, those yeah, big yeah. traffic jams yeah. and stuff. That's, <laughs> that's, that's right. me. You'd spray it at work for yeah. the time for that. As soon as there's a protest, those bloody vegans yeah. and that skin. But skin, I feel like you've just got to give us some more. You give us some more energy, like something that. This is why it's taken you 12 months to convince me because you're just so level-headed and so cool, calm and collected all the time. Even when you're talking about something that you're quite angry about. So uh, have you ever considered like this approach, like a like a uh, Billy Brownless sort of, um, you know, when he does his bakes? Oh no, Kim, has there ever been a greater example of the Karma Train running a joint over? <laughs> they cheated their way to the World Cup win, Jim. Well, I'm not sure they cheated. Yes, they did. <sighs> Firstly, Stokes deliberately deflected the ball for four. Then they had the rules changed for the super over. Oh, I don't think they did that either. Raps, <laughs> turn that. Dweeb off! <laughs> Skittle? No what do you reckon? Yeah, he's pretty animated, isn't he's he? He's fairly <laughs> animated, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's not sure really you my could style. Give something like that. You reckon? Just, I reckon, reckon you'd be a gun at it. Like, people would have never seen you angry. Yeah, because it doesn't happen. And for a reason. Oh, right, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not really my cup of tea, but I mean, I suppose for the entertainment of the people, I can have a crack at producing something along those lines. Skinnel's bake. Skinnel's bake. Do you know me to turn your mic down? Uh... Yeah, sure. Does it mean? Because I'm going to scream, you man. Yeah, well, that's what I'm hoping. All right. So here we go. All right. Come on. Just deliver the message, Skinner. Loud and proud. <coughs> Convince some people. 
Holy Moses, why do I hate this so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. Good Gandhi, this is hard. <clears throat> I am not in the mood for a laugh today, thanks to the people organising and supporting the Melbourne Cup and other horse racing events in general who've been murdering innocent animals for years. I mean, murdering seems slightly extreme. No, no, no. It is murdering. When there are 116 accidents a year, Lethal, and you're just keep intentionally doing the same thing because it's profitable to you or enjoyable for you to punt on, then it is no longer an accident. That's probably all you need. You've convinced me I'm pretty scared already. <laughs> uh, that's about as good as I'm getting, I think. <laughs> Weekly segment, I reckon. No. blow That was so natural. You had some that potential was, there. No, that, okay, I appreciate that uh, you think I had potential, but that was not natural, Hazel. That's well out of the comfort zone. You actually scared me a bit, though. <laughs> angry man. Doesn't take much. Scared, angry man. All right. All right. Uh, speaking Get of in. other things that we back, might make you angry, guys, I just want to know... Uh, where do we stand on send-offs in cricket post-wicket celebration sort of thing? Because well, I've noticed that um, Manus is getting absolutely hammered <laughs> with send-offs at the moment as soon as anyone gets him out. Yeah, Trent Copeland gave him a decent bake, similar to what Skin just gave the uh, <laughs> Cup officials there. I hope Trent was better than that. Uh, and then also, um, Chad Sayers obviously got him out this game, got right up in the grill and enjoyed it quite a bit. Where, what are you thinking? It's always so tempting, you know, it's so satisfying to get someone out, especially if you've been spraying yeah. them. So it's tempting to just keep going after they're out. But uh, definitely try and hold back. I'm against it. I mean, Nick Salmon gave me a fair send-off when we were playing yeah, Sunny Coast uh, last weekend. Yeah, but, you wouldn't uh, appreciate it really. either way. Uh, I mean, it's his, it's his call. What but, happened? Yeah. What was the context? No, I just, just saying, you know, I, so you know always nick him and keep why. nicking him. And you know, <laughs> he said, that's why, you know, you, you just nick him. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to argue with when you're the batter too because you can't yeah. really say anything. You're just yeah. like, oh, I'm just going to walk off for a shower and I'll see you in a few days, boys, when I bat again. <laughs> it's pretty tough. Yeah, fair. Skinner, where are you? Because I've, yeah, I've got a couple of people here like Baisley, for example. I did audit three of my closest friends, which is great statistical data to work with. Um James Baisley massively sitting on the fence as per usual as well, similar oh, to what yeah. Haz does. He's gone, oh, look, I think it's a sign of respect for the batter, but also you can get carried away and you can go too far. Matthew Gillum just reckons should be a free-for-all. You can say whatever <laughs> you want. <laughs> yeah, should be a complete free-for-all. Once you've got him out, you just say whatever you want. It's a total mark of respect. The bigger they send off, the more they rate getting your wicket. And yeah. Matt Phillips just hates it with a passion. He's like, you've already got him out. Just yeah. just leave it alone. That's You've won the battle. Okay. Yeah, wow. All right. They have very different perspectives. Yeah. I would right. say I'm generally with Matt Phillips. Like, I think you've got him out, you're done. I wouldn't bother spraying any further. I think exceptions are, like, I could understand. I haven't seen what Chad says and Trent Copeland have done to Manu, but I could, like, if I got Manus out, I would be very excited because he's one of the best batsmen in the world. So, I mean, there's a difference between a massive celebration and actually hurling verbal abuse at someone. So, I could understand that. But the, the only other time I can think of a send off really being, uh, you know, acceptable is in like grade if, cricket in grade cricket <laughs> <laughs> when? just if the batsman's been hosing you like yeah, if they've okay, been yeah. the prick and they've come out on the front foot and given you a serving and you, then you get them out you, I, I don't mind yeah, rubbing it in their face that's a little fair. bit okay. well that explains Haslam then because he's a prick <laughs> yeah, horrible bloke Haslam <laughs> Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. 
Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We did put on social media a little graphic that generated more discussion than uh, what our graphics usually do. They're not big ton waggers a lot of the time, but this one actually was. And uh, it was about, I guess, that phrase sort of, I could have been really good, but this happened, or I would have been an all-star, but unfortunately this happened. And, and the reason that we put this out there is we've been sort of having some discussions recently about the fact that this is a phrase that we hear so much, often probably not from people themselves. Like you, you'd be a bit weird. People do it, but they're weird. People that sort of stand there and go, oh yeah, I was really good, but then this happened. But often you hear it sort of just like, increasingly used to describe other people I was finding where they were like, oh, that guy, he was such a gun. Like he used to play with Darren Lockyer. He was probably better than him at 13. And then <laughs> oh, you know, he just had this, you know, knee reconstruction when he was 13 and a half. And unfortunately, he was destined for greatness, <laughs> but it just never quite worked out for him. You know, like those type of things are like, oh, yeah, he, he was on a trip to India. And then unfortunately, his plane broke down. He got stuck in Malaysia for three years. And then that was just the end of his career after that. Like, usually parents talking about their son. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Often yeah. parents talking about their kids, or sometimes even kids talking about their parents, I reckon. But it's because oh, yeah. their parents have told them that. Yeah. <laughs> I do give that excuse to my dad and why yeah. he wasn't the, yeah. the best rugby league player in the world sometimes. That's right, exactly. So we did put that out uh, with obviously a picture of me, which probably describes it perfectly. Uh, because I obviously would have been elite, um, but for that knee reconstruction I had in 2009, I was yeah, probably destined yeah. for the stars at one point. That Could have been ruined. AFL player, NRL player, cricketer. Yeah. Thank you, Trick. Athlete. You were all right at touch at the time. Too. I was good at touch yeah. at the time. Could have made it in that. Yeah. So yeah, I was cruelly cut down by that you knee made reconstruction. Could have touch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> could have cost me the, more money. <laughs> <laughs> pay a few grand to go overseas. <laughs> That's right, exactly. But I would have made it, but for that. Uh, Skinner, what, would you, what stopped you, do you reckon? Uh, well, I, I got told that I could have been a fantastic NRL player when I was 13 years old, but I stopped playing, so that hurt. <laughs> 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 I would have made it, but, but I stopped I'll playing. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we did put it out on social media, did we? There, there was a couple of good ones there. They decided, like, uh, I would have made it, but I didn't have enough tattoos. Uh, I would have made it, but I was out walking Ruby when Trevor Hones called. Honesy only calls once. This is actually answering on behalf of me, I believe. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> Tony only calls once, and you have to answer by the third ring, um, like they do on those morning shows that give away. <laughs> who 
or it goes to the, the giveaway money or it goes to the next number and I'm still bad at answering my phone to this day. That's written on my yeah. behalf. Quite good, I thought. That's accurate too. Yeah, exactly. I would have th- made it, but I keep dropping the ball. Oh, Sorry. one here, Christian Briz. I absolutely would have made it if I was born in a Soviet state that determined which sport was best for my physique and trained <laughs> me until my fingers bled for the Olympics instead of <laughs> gymnastics. I chose T-ball. That sounds like the dream. <laughs> uh, I would have made it, but I lacked ability and effort. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. But there was actually one, boys. There was one guy that he wrote a cracking response. We thought we actually better get on the show, and that is his name's Matty. Oh, hello, fellas. (laughs) Hello, Matty. Very well, thank you. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Taking it easy on my day off. Now, this is actually your first live appearance on the We Got the Chocolates podcast, I believe. You have been on pre-recorded at one stage. Yeah, pre-recorded. I'm a bit of a full-time comment pest more than a live contributor. <laughs> well, this was a comment again that led to you being on, mate. We were talking about uh, the reasons that cut short your professional sporting career uh, and you wrote a cracking comment for us so we wanted you to go into more detail for it. Are you able to do that for us? Yeah, um, absolutely. So I think the comment you're referring to was about my uh, my start in cricket. So my uh, my mum's a, a bit of a weapon herself. She's uh, She played Queensland softball. She also made it for cross country as well, but that's just running on, you know, dirt and mud. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't get. Yeah. Um, anyway, we've uh, we moved. Well, we, we grew up in Theodore, this tiny little country town, and uh, we have like an orchard around our like um, house kind of thing, and we we'd always have like loads of fruit that would just like fall off and end up on the ground. So the the grass, she wouldn't let me put a cricket pitch in. You know, wouldn't let me r- roll down a little nice bit of turf. So she basically would would pitch oranges and grapefruits occasionally. They they send a few jolts up the arms. But uh, <laughs> she's about four foot three. So you got to imagine like a pitch is coming through from her, probably about two foot high, <laughs> upwards. You know, an upwards trajectory straight for the chin. So you you set up to fail really. You hit it, you get an exploding bit of lemon. I mean, you miss it, you get hit in the face. <laughs> so, <laughs> And there's a little thing, you know, like everyone, you know, your parents, you know, a bit of, bit of rivalry, et cetera, and things like that. But she would absolutely fire them down. I think I, I undersold her a bit on the old medium to slow. They were, they were rockets, <laughs> you know. And when you're 11 years old and you haven't cleaned your room, your mum finds an excuse to launch a grapefruit at you. <laughs> you're in a bad place, you know. <laughs> well, I did face some medium to slow in the backyard and actually it's my grandma, Peg, who uh, takes credit for me becoming a professional cricketer now. She believes it was all her doing because when she was looking after me at home, she used to throw the cricket ball or throw a tennis ball to me in the backyard for me to hit. So that's that's her claim to fame. Outstanding. Okay. Thank you very much, Matty. And great segment, guys. We'll get a few more on for some of those stories. I think it's probably one that we need to go out in the public and maybe get some responses on video too. True. Yeah, just write into us if you listen yeah. to this and you think about it afterwards, write in and tell us why. Get in. We'd love to hear it. Okay, boys, one segment that we do love on the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Local sporting... This week we have one, we're branching out all the way back down to Adelaide, guys. You will recall that I played cricket in Adelaide at one point. We were reasonably successful, won three premierships. Have I ever brought that up, actually, on the podcast before? Uh, it doesn't ring a bell. No, okay, yeah. Well, it's probably one that I'll have to go through at some okay. stage. But anyway, uh, an ex-teammate of mine, Daniel Drew, is our local sporting hero this week for his 107 in the Western One Day Cup uh, that he made on the weekend. Drew, have we got you there, mate? Yeah. 
Got me here, Gage. Um, How are you? Very well, thanks, mate. And well done, obviously, on the 100 and also on your podcast, We Got the Chocolates podcast debut, obviously. Which one's more exciting? Oh, definitely the debut. I've been, uh, <laughs> been really waiting to get on it, uh, to get around the boys. It's been a few uh, sleepless nights, I think. Perfect. Well, you've met Skin before, so he's here as well. Yep. He won't say much, though. Yeah, no. Skin you yeah. Good mate. And then Sam Hazlitt is also here. Who have you two ever played against each other? Has uh, I don't know if I've played any game against him. I've heard I've heard a few stories we might bring up later. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, Joey, so obviously uh, West Torrens, are you captaining the Eggs this year? Yeah, yeah, been captain. Yeah, captain last year and this year. Yeah, perfect. And obviously part of the triple premiership. Just want to quickly run the boys through that. Yeah, so we took the hit that year, obviously. <laughs> Nah, we uh, yeah, we won all. We won the uh, two day flag and the one day in the twenty twenty, which uh, hasn't been done down in um, South Australia before. So yeah, we dominated the league and won all three flags, which was uh, pretty exciting and pretty good time. Yeah, right. Are you on track to go again this year by any chance? Oh, look, you never know, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we might maybe not all three, but if we could snag right. one, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Fair enough, absolutely. And Lee, can you tell us why you might have chosen Drewy as our Sporting hero of the week when there might have been a few other hundreds, you know, in grey cricket. Yes, I can. Well. I mean, there is, um, there obviously is quite a few nominees for this particular segment, but uh, the reason Daniel is our local sporting hero of the week, full disclosure, um, and boys, probably I should have had a chat to you about this at some stage, but we actually are his player sponsor um, oh. for this season. So if you notice that deduction in the week of the chocolates budget, that's the reason. Okay, right. has, he, has he got a bat sticker or something or? Um, no, but we can send one to him. <laughs> yeah, boys, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I uh, raise the bat for it and when I make a 50 to all the crowd at West Torrens that come out and watch. So. There actually is quite big numbers at West Torrens because there's yeah. very good tees down there. Yeah. Usually people rock up around then. So if you can notch your 50 just sort of in the 10 minutes before tee, that's usually guaranteed to be quite a big crowd. Yeah, well, Gabe's the, uh, the tees have been canned this year. Because oh, of COVID, freaking COVID again! It ruins everything. Yeah. Good. And if you could also, if you could also, please do it when you play for South Australia, which probably shouldn't be too far away with the way they're going at the moment. That would be very nice as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it's the cheeky yeah, look, dig. Yeah, yeah it's cheeky dig, but you got a point. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, two boys here that are both missing yeah. out on selection, but both eligible for selection. Just to remind the selectors in both states, there. Yeah, I've actually been keeping track of. Uh, your competition and uh, Sammy, I think you might. I thought you'd be coming down here the next couple of weeks, but um, well, the last couple of weeks with your form, but you can come down and play for the Eggs if you're not. If you're not <laughs> <laughs> I might have to, you know, I've heard good things, but yeah. uh, no, Queensland are going well, they've got a strong team, so good on them. Outstanding. Now, uh, Joey, obviously you did earn a contract this year. At one stage you were contracted previously, weren't you? And then to a sheer weight yeah. of runs have banged the door down and you're back on contract this year. Yeah, so originally I was uh, I was a rookie when I was about 20, I think, 21 maybe, just for a year, and then came off the contract list, and then last couple of years before, after that, I've been, yeah, worked hard to get back on, and then had a uh, good season in the Futures League, made a couple of hundreds, and then had a good Premier Cricket year, and yeah, just forced my way back on the list, which is really good, and yeah, really excited for what the year holds, and yeah, hopefully can get a crack in the second half of the year. Absolutely. I've also heard, Drewy, about your, uh, well, I think during the preseason, you broke some sort of outrageous record in the 2K time trial down at South Australia. Is there any, any truth to that rumor? I heard that's why I got another contract for this 2K <laughs> I think that was post getting contracted, oh, but okay. it was pretty loose. Uh, <laughs> it was, the one, we, we thought it was pretty impressive because we read 6.15, but it's even better than that, isn't it, Drewy? 
Yeah, it's yeah. So what happened was just because of COVID, I was probably yeah, I wasn't doing a whole heap like everyone else was. So I just thought I'd get a little bit of a head start and start running early. And yeah, came back in the first two k time was about six fifteen, and then we did a couple ones after that, um, and it was at about six oh five. And then me and Swerdy, the uh, SNC coach, just decided to break, try and do sub six and see how we could go for the next month of training. And then, yeah, got there in the end, got 5.54, which was probably, yeah, it was a, 2Ks aren't like, you know, the massive thing in cricket, but just a little goal of mine to tick off and pretty happy with it, obviously. Still didn't get me a game, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do a 5.40 next year and see how it goes. They certainly act like it is a big thing in Queensland. Yeah, has is I always mean, coming around here bragging about I this 2K. genuinely cannot believe that you ran that far. Like, surely it's a short track or something. I, I think, <laughs> I'm, a decent, I think I'm a decent athlete and I'm doing it in like 6.30s, maybe 6.40 if I'm on a slow day, but geez, that's... Uh, well, I remember under six I remember running Drewy out one game, and I'm unsure of how he didn't make it if, <laughs> <laughs> if he's this quick. Yeah, I usually run about it. Yeah, usually I'm six thirty, six forty sort of guy. But yeah, just because I was doing a fair bit of running, I was doing thirty to forty k's a week outside of training, so that probably helped a little bit. And I had my um, girlfriend's brother, Josh Liner. He's a runner, so he sort of helped me out with a little bit of program. So that probably yeah did help a little bit. But I've sort of slapped off a little bit now with the season starting and whatnot yeah a bit more hitting cricket balls these days yeah that's probably the aim probably should stick to my oh, job right, yeah. <laughs> good point um now has can you just tell us uh, you sort of alluded to it at the start but can you tell us why you know daniel drew's name well i heard the queensland second 11 team played against daniel drew in in a when he was playing for south australia second 11 and i believe you got the nickname lumpy from that game drew is that right yeah, that is correct, yes. Can you tell us do, do how people, that came about? Do people in South Australia actually call you Lumpy or is that just a Queensland thing, though? Honestly, I've never heard it from anyone besides every time I play second and career against Queensland. So <laughs> <laughs> one of those, it's one of those games I look forward to each year. Um, but, no, nah, it's just I was playing, yeah, in my rookie year, I was playing second 11 out at uh, Adelaide number two and I reckon it was probably my first or second ball I faced and the bloke was bowling. Less than 120 k's, so pretty, um, <laughs> he's retired now. That guy, <laughs> yeah. oh, he was going rockets that day. Like, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, yeah, just hitting the arm on like a wasn't even short, really. It was just I just play it like an idiot, and like you do, you try and not show any pain. But I just that day, I just wanted to show as much pain as possible. <laughs> <laughs> and the physio came out, and yeah, he was like, Oh, look, we'll take you off. And I was. I was like, yeah, all right, whatever. And then, yeah, he thought it was broken, but obviously it was just a little bit of a bruise. So I retired her, and then next day I was out there fielding and everything was back to normal, which was good. <laughs> it was a bit embarrassing. And then the year after, or the next two years, I've, um, we've played against Queensland. I've been, uh, yeah, copped a little bit of a spray from most of the guys, but it's all, it's all good. I, I embrace it. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't say it's been mentioned by any of the uh, SA boys, but... I think Feldman has uh, blown that up a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, Feldman, Fel- Feldman was the inventor of the nickname from all reports. It said yeah. that Drewy went off in an ambulance because he had a lumpy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's fair what... enough. That, it, it was a bit of carry-on, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fair. Fair game but to the big The funniest thing is that Feldman's obviously retired two years ago. And the nickname still lives on. That's what that's what I find quite ironic about it. But obviously, it hasn't caught on in South Australia. 
Oh, it might just be one of those things against Queensland. Yeah, if I was playing, yeah. I was playing this week, I'm sure there'd be some talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Oh, that's perfect, Drew. Well, we appreciate you uh, stopping by, mate. Now, boys, can you tell him how um, thankful you are for us being his player sponsor? Oh yeah, cheers, mate. Make sure you raise the bat for us. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker, <laughs> mate. Yeah, send us the stickers. I'll chuck them. I'll chuck them on my bat in my car. I'll get uh, <laughs> I'll chocolate's um biggest supporter around Adelaide. <laughs> Yeah, we, we might need to get that sticker made up. We don't have that one yet, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's perfect, mate. Thank you so much for coming on, Drewy. Thanks, boys. All right, guys. So Melbourne Storm won the grand final this year in the NRL, and I just saw that on their awards night, Justin Olam won the Storm's most improved player for the year, which I thought it's quite an interesting one to be giving out at that level because they're all pretty good players. And I don't know if it's sort of like a, you know, a kick in the teeth or not to, to win an award like that. Definitely, I think it is at junior cricket, junior sport level. So it got me thinking, what's the, the worst sporting trophy you've received? You know, which one did you not want to win that you got? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because, well, most improved, I reckon, is a stinker yeah. because as like an actual junior coach for touch footy and stuff, I can tell you that I give that award to the person whose parents were the most helpful with organising paperwork or just the nicest kid. Okay. Yeah, it's like teams don't want to win the, the sportsmanship award <laughs> yeah, because, the sportsmanship yeah. award. because that means like you probably came last, but yeah. you played by the rules. So. sports because you kept getting beaten every game and he never <laughs> complained about it. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was having a look at home and I found an interesting one. Uh, I went to... A, a t- sport, a cricket day, uh, where a group of cricketers called the Brizzy Lankins were playing a match and a couple of matches, I think, and they, they invited me there. I knew a few of the players and they wanted me to hand out a few trophies to the, the trophy winners of the day. And then it came to the end of that and, and they gave me a trophy. They said, so this trophy is presented to, and it says on the plaque, Sam Hazlitt, chief guest. <laughs> they got a trophy for chief guest. Yeah, I, got, I, got a, I got a chief guest trophy. What so, the heck? Much that's appreciated, good. of course, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. That's that's a great one. I'm surprised <laughs> you still have that. That's got to be right <laughs> up there. That, that is a good one. Looks expensive. It's good. What are you yeah. going uh, Mine is also most improved. I, in my first season of AFL, I stated at the like at the very start of the season that that was one the award I didn't want to win. Everyone was, was hyping up how great the awards night was going to be at the end of the season, and I specifically said in like round one, I just don't want to win most improved, <laughs> and I won it. <laughs> and then I came back. I think I came back the next year, and didn't we? We might have put it on our socials already. I don't know. We took that photo, lethal, where you you'd won some sort of I don't know. You'd won a couple of awards. You'd done quite well that year, and I didn't win anything because it was my second season, so I hadn't improved that much yeah, anymore. Yeah. And obviously, wasn't good enough to win best best honor, whatever. So I, I was posing next to you with my little vegan meal. <laughs> right, yeah, we haven't put that up yet, actually, but we will put that up to get some other responses from people out there as to what crappy sporting trophies they won. Uh, my one is a stretch for sporting, but I just found it on our trophy cabinet. People that have watched some of the videos would have seen in the old days we actually were in front of that trophy cabinet. I've just found one trophy there. It's the Public Speaking Encouragement Award from 2001. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is a cracker. Look at uh, that. I look like I'm going to be president. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. nice encouragement Award. Well, it encouraged you. You're now a good public speaker. You like being an MC. You like... Talking yeah, in front of people, true. so yeah, that's true. might have been the best trophy I ever won. Has yeah, forced I me. Think so, so has can we get people involved in this? Do you think? Definitely, definitely. We'll definitely get something up on our socials. But if you want to beat us to it, um, then you can write in. You can 
get on the website or get on any of our socials. We got chocolates.com.au, I believe it is, Mitch. And, yeah, that's the one. You're stolen uh, my little plug in the in the end. I'll have to find something else to say now. But. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know the worst sporting trophy you've ever received, or just any any trophy, um, or just an interesting one, maybe. Yeah, that was. I'd love to just like participation medals. Or like participation ribbons. Remember when they used to uh, those yeah. ones from like the, the cross country cross and countries stuff, yeah. and sprinting like athletics days and stuff just and they give you like a little block and say, Take this one, cash in for a ribbon yeah. and bang, <laughs> participation. Thanks very much. Yeah, I've got a few of those. A couple of those or mm. certificates even has I reckon we could stretch it out to of course There'd be some funny ones of out course, there. Of course, yeah. Uh, Perfect. Skinner, you have an announcement too, I think. I do, yeah. I want to talk about the Fords card application form that we've mentioned in every episode for the last 18 weeks and I've done nothing about I've, I'm committing this week it new haircut by, and the form's <laughs> up there straight away yeah, somehow by the time by Thursday morning when this is released and you're listening it will be live I promise so jump on there That's that'll be at wegotthechocolates.com.au slash something that I haven't worked out yet and <laughs> perfect That's but you know you just, just navigate, navigate the, the little bar at the top you'll find it it'll say FOTS application form jump on there and tell us why you think you deserve to be a friend of the show but guys something you don't have to apply for is an Alchemy Cordials Australia refreshment so you can go to their website and check out what they've got on offer you've got true. some coffee syrups smoothie bases classic cordials chives frappes yeah. you know you, you name it superfood elixirs of course are their probably best seller nowadays I'd say so that's yeah, right. Yeah, any of those for about them for weeks, has, so that makes sense. Lethal, How slow, but <laughs> <laughs> got there eventually. Thanks. Oh, jeez, I'm good on the buttons. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, that is essentially all we have time for, guys, and we do thank you very much for listening and being with us. It has been fantastic. Obviously, as we've just spoken about, there's multiple ways that we would love you to get involved with the podcast, uh, and you can do that via, as we've just mentioned three times in the last minute, the website, yep. which is skin. We got the chocolates.com.au. Perfect. Jump on there. Uh, and then, Has, what is our way of getting up the charts? Well, please, wherever you listen to us, give us a five-star rating and a review, please. And, of course, as you would have seen on our socials recently, the best, the funniest reviews we will post and we'll talk about and, and thank you for it. So, yeah. appreciate that. There might be some room for humour uh, in that bots card application as well, I reckon. Yeah. Some creative responses. That probably gets yeah, you yeah. higher up the list, I would suggest. Yeah, I'll leave, yeah, I'll leave a little space for that. Yeah. A little short answer response. Outstanding. All right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure being with you as per usual. Thank you very much for your time. And we'll be back with you same time next week. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.